0: It's time to be about that life. The Startup Life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation. So I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, one of the beauties of this show is that we get to talk to entrepreneurs from all walks of life. And I I promise you, they come up with such amazing products and services. And today's guest is, is uh definitely one of those guests we like to talk to. He is Tate Stock, the founder of Ch- uh, Chirp. What's going on, boss?
1: How you doing?
0: All right, man. All right, man. So if you would, man, before we kind of dive into it, just kind of share your origin story, and your background a little bit, if you don't mind. Good, sir.
1: Yeah. So um, my name is Tate Stock. I grew up in, in uh, Washington. My dad's in the farming industry up there. Mm-hmm. So I uh grew up I guess working on a farm.
0: <laughs> Got you.
1: <laughs> and uh and yeah, it was it was, uh, it was really hard work. Got you. Then when I um I went to college here in Utah. Okay. And uh from college I uh I guess I had a semester left in college and I started this business. Um previously I didn't really you know I started up a little shirt T shirt business in high school. Right. And I'd, I had done some door to door summer sales selling pest control, which is actually how my wife and I uh, we were able to live off that money for a couple of years while I started this business. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are a couple of determining factors, that I guess, that, is, that have helped lay the foundation to where we're at right now. But that's a little bit of a background. I'm married. I got two kids. Gotcha. And you. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. It's
1: on the entrepreneur roller coaster.
0: I hear that. I hear that. And and, and speaking of entrepreneur roller coaster, man, 2020 has been a blockbuster year for you, man. With <laughs> uh, with chirp, you're rocking and rolling, man. And once again, startup nation, that website is gochirp.com. We have a link there in the show notes. Uh, for easy access I, I assure you started mentioning. if you're one of the ones like myself that has like you know issues with like you know back pain and stuff like that you definitely want to check it out so make sure you go to gochirp.com uh, once again we got that link there in the show notes for easy access so man just kind of tell us walk us through the company a little bit man kind of tell us about uh the chirp wheel and everything else
1: okay so the chirp wheel is kind of like a foam roller okay I guess is the best way to describe it right But it's, it's thinner in width and bigger in diameter. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, when you roll out, you roll, you sit on the ground and you roll out your back on it and, uh, it fits right into your shoulder blades, but we have three different sizes and the different sizes just apply different amounts of pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can, you know, you can either dig deeper or have more of a gentle stretch. Um, the chirp wheel, let's see, we, we started back in 2015. I had a semester left in college and, uh, my aunt had a similar product, like a roller type of product mm-hmm. and, um, uh, called a yoga wheel.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I looked up yoga wheel on Amazon and simply just from being observant, I, uh, noticed that Amazon's algorithm was finishing my sentence, right? When you're typing something in, they guess what you're going to say. Right. So they... So they finished my sentence, but there were no yoga wheels on Amazon. So I was like, well, somebody has got to be searching to buy these yoga wheels on Amazon. And uh, so I went out and I bought $400 in sewer pipe Mm -hmm. and $50 in yoga mat. And I strapped some skateboard wheels onto a table saw and took the sewer pipe and would lift it up and cut cut these rings out of sewer pipe and – glued yoga mat to the outside and started selling these things and in two weeks we made twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars so it from my buddy's barn we turned this four hundred dollars in sewer pipe to twelve thousand and then amazon kicked us off because we'd sold too many that we couldn't keep up with the <laughs> fulfillment so they're like right. hey whoa, whoa, whoa. like you, you guys can't even keep up with your sales we're gonna make you ship through FBA or fulfilled by Amazon, right? So we had to, gotcha. after that, we were able to get back on Amazon, but we had to prep some inventory to send it to their warehouse.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I, so, I appreciate that. Yeah. It, it, it's funny, man. Like you you have, uh, you know, like this this thing that works really well and it goes a little bit too well, and then it brings up a whole set of problems. <laughs> you just never really anticipated. Uh, and, so, and I appreciate that story because startup nation, that's important. You know, one of the things we always talk about is, is balance, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, true enough. You want to you you want to blow the doors off your sales quotas, but at the same time, there's a certain level of you know balance we got to maintain. So I appreciate you sharing that, man.
1: Thanks. But let, let and me, that
0: no, go for it, go for it. I'm sorry.
1: No, a lot of a lot of people are like, well, how would you go from like? Obviously, the the first goal of any product, if you're gonna if you're gonna go for it, is test it, right? Is it of gonna course. actually sell? And that's why I feel like one thing that we've lived by is launch. Um, imperfect product so we didn't we didn't have a banded shipping box we didn't have a sticker on the product we didn't have a logo we just started selling these things because you can have all these things but it's not going to matter you're going to waste your time if you can't actually get the sales right in the first place so so that, that yes it was it was i would say it was lucky that we got onto amazon but it was also i was really observant of the product and the opportunity and then the the sales that were able to kind of prove the idea right out of the gate.
0: For sure, for sure. I uh, appreciate you uh sharing that for sure. And like I said, man, you know, 2020 is, has been like, you know, you've been a rock star uh here in 2020, <laughs> man. You you sold 1 million chirp wheels this year. Uh Forbes 30 under 30 for manufacturer, man. Kind of l- let me ask you this, man, you know, kind of talk about mm-hmm. what all that means to you, but also kind of talk about, you know, why do you think, you know, 2020 has, has kind of been a, a kind of sort of a breakout year for you. I know you was on Shark Tank as well. We're going to talk about that a little bit in just a second. Mm-hmm. But why do you think 2020 was a breakout year for you? You think it was just right place, right time? Do you think uh, with, you know, due to COVID, that has something to do with just kind of talk about in your own words, uh, Tate, if you don't mind?
1: So 2020 has been great for us. Right. Um, we've grown like crazy. But um, I actually, I mean, some of it is uh, COVID helped, right? People are at home and they have back pain; they can't go to their physical therapist or of chiropractor. Course, of course. Um, but more than that, I feel like it was just a lot of preparation and things coming together. Mm, fair so, um, anyone that has a big year has a big success. It's really easy to see. Wow, look at what they did in a year! Look what they did in a couple months. But but there were several years of preparing for that and ramping up for the year that we're at now. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of things just came together this year. Um, you know, you mentioned Forbes 30 under 30 and shark tank and right. Those i would I had applied to shark tank twice before mm-hmm. I even got on. And gotcha. And both of those opportunities, they actually came to me. So Forbes mm-hmm. called me up and said, Hey, we want you to apply. But right. that does, is it puts you at the top of the pile Right. and shark tank actually called us up and said, Hey, we want you to apply. Now we still had to go through the whole application process, of but, boom you're at the you're at the top of a, a 60,000 applicant pile right now that's where i feel like just the grind and the preparation starts coming together i hear that um it's because you know right now on our like our we get over 8 million impressions a day on our advertising
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it's a ton right but but because we're pushing and we've prepped these opportunities start coming to us because you you're you're uh, i guess a little bit more well known right
0: you know, and so, I, I, yeah, I appreciate that because I, I think there's, I mean, you know, there's right place, right time, but there's also, like you said, man, there's a bit of, you know, you make your own luck, you know what I mean? So I, I yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, I, I definitely uh, appreciate that as well. And, and b- before I get into uh, the, the Shark Tank part, because, you know, obviously people want to hear about that, uh, <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you this, man, because, you know, you, we were talking about COVID, we know a lot of people are, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with you know, a lot of stuff, back pain and, and stuff like that. I, I think one of the things I appreciate about your company and what you do with the chirp wheel is because let's be honest for a second. Right. You know, we're, we're kind of in an era of not just covid, but, you know, addiction is an issue. And mm-hmm. a lot of people treat, mm-hmm. you know, back pain and stuff like that with, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, pharmaceuticals and, and stuff like that. But your mm-hmm. your product is a way to kind of help stem that. A little bit. How, do mm-hmm. you ever think about the, that impact that you have with your company in that regard?
1: Yeah. So we haven't, our company wasn't built on necessarily like a giving back mission. Right. Of course. I don't, of course. I don't think every company has to, but right. as we've grown in success now, our you know, the, uh, opportunity or availability to give back is, is, uh, there. Right. So we're really excited. We're actually working on a, a mission to launch next year. Uh, more, um, fighting the opioid addiction epidemic where you have a lot of people that can't get the relief that they need, or they start, they have to get surgery or some, you know, in some way or another, they they have to take painkillers and that's, they're really easy to, uh, yeah, to get addicted to my, my uh, aunt. Um sorry, not my aunt. My my wife's uncle, he mm. died of an adult opioid addiction. And, mm, sorry to hear that. And I have other family that's that's uh been severely impacted by it. And so yeah, we're it is cool, right? We have a real product solving real pain for real customers. And that feels good because there's a lot of uh there's a lot of products out there, especially in our space of pain relief that are a little bit gimmicky. Right. And so, um, yeah, it is really cool for us to be, and I think that's why at the core, you I know, mean, the product really works and why we've been able to grow and be so successful is at the core the product works and it's good and it's, uh, and it helps, uh, it, you know, it's an alternative to some of those other right. uh, pain relief methods that people don't necessarily want to want to use. So. For sure.
0: For sure. Now, and, and like I said, I, I think that, you know, sometimes when we're on an entrepreneurial journey and, and stuff like that, you know, like you said, like the 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 goal is to make sure the product works, the product is serviceable, people, people like the product and stuff like that. But just sometimes you just find yourself uh, in, in a space that you didn't anticipate. And, you know, maybe it's, it's just a great idea to lean in because you didn't maybe didn't realize that first, but now. You know, you get to help in other ways, and I, I just always find that those type of stories pretty cool. What do you think, Tate?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely come together now. Like I mentioned before, we were selling the yoga wheel at the beginning, but right. it wasn't. Yeah, you know, we, we were focused on the yoga market for the first two years of business, right? And then we listened to our customers and uh, worked with health professionals, and just switched the entire focus to back pain. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's. That's another thing, I mean, that it wasn't just lucky. We were observant of, hey, why do our customers really like this product? Um, And what what kind of marketing focus and what kind of benefit uh, should we focus on? And that was back pain. Right. So. Right.
0: And I appreciate that. All right, Startup Nation, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson, and you're listening to The Startup Life. Tresta powers this episode of The Startup Life. And it's all unlimited. Calling, texting, and all of the powerful call management features like auto attendance, call recording, user groups, and more for just $15 per user per month. With Tresta, there's no contract and you don't need any special hardware, just your smartphone you're already using. Tresta is easy to configure so you can set everything up yourself all online. Avoiding all the hassle and high overhead costs of setting up a traditional business phone system, which is important because as entrepreneurs, we are always trying to cut cost and time. They're offering a 30-day free trial so you can see if Tresta's virtual phone system is right for you. Communicate smarter and more efficiently with Tresta. Start now at Tresta.com forward slash startup life. That's T-R-E-S-T-A.com forward slash startup life. The link is there in the show notes if you are listening on the podcast. Presta, business communication simplified. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. For sure. Once again, Startup Nation, we're talking to Tate Stock, the founder of The Chirp Wheel. You know, and once again, if you want to check out uh, The Chirp Wheel, you know, make sure you go to GoChirp.com. We have that link there in the show notes for easy access. So let's talk about Shark Tank a little bit, man. You know, you, you I think right. your episode aired uh, not too long ago. Uh, You know, you, you talked mm-hmm. about how you how you got there a little bit. uh, But mm-hmm. let, let's talk about how, you know, how it kind of went down. First of all, I know they're, you know, they're doing things a little different due to COVID and stuff like that. Kind of talk about mm-hmm. that part of the experience a little bit as far as like the social distancing in the studio. Kind of mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah. So they normally fill down a, a film down in L.A. Right. Um, Due to COVID, though, it was all filmed in Las Vegas at mm-hmm. the Venetian Hotel. We uh, flew there. Um, me and uh, one of my employees that did did the demonstration on the show. Right. Um, we flew down there about two weeks beforehand. And we had to quarantine in the hotel. We could we couldn't even go down to the ice machine down the hall. Wow. So it was like locked down. They fed us three meals a day, and uh, I'm glad I had somebody else in there with me. Is I would have been crazy, but I would have would have gone crazy. Um, anyway then at the end of that about two weeks then we filmed and they uh we're in the tank for over an hour Mm -hmm. and the tank is intense (laughs) uh you know what you what yeah what you what you see on tv is only like eight minutes right and uh and usually only one person's talking at a time you know and it's on when it airs on tv
2: right but
1: in the tank man they are there's three questions coming at you at a time and and uh it's intense but it was it was a really good experience
0: gotcha and, and speaking of intense man you know I, like i said you know you like well like you said you, you know you're in the tank for about an hour uh you only uh-huh. see about you know seven eight nine minutes of it and stuff like that but you had some interesting you know interactions with you know with lori and uh, and damon john and stuff like that kind of talk about mm-hmm. those exchanges a little bit man because yeah you know, i i, I kind of appreciated the you know the intensity but also appreciated, man you want you know you was going after the a little bit. Kind of talk about
2: that a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we we went into the tank with the highest company valuation ever right. on Shark Tank. Right. So we went in asking what to, for nine hundred thousand dollars for two percent of the company.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, why it was so little is you have to get the amount of money that you go in for. That's that's like the one Shark Tank rule, right? You right. can't. I couldn't say, hey, I'll give you ten percent, but I want. Uh, but I want $5 million for it. Cause there's no way you're going to get the $5 million. Right. So we went in asking 900,000 for 2%. Um, but we'd also had the highest uh, reported sales mm-hmm. uh, in shark tank. So the intensity wasn't so much from, uh, from our valuation right. because our sales had backed up what we thought the company was worth. And even you know, Kevin was like, sweet man this is awesome right they had no problem with the valuation um the intensity came a little bit from um like are you even here for a partner you know because mm. a lot of these uh a lot of these companies that are a little bit bigger will go on they just do it for the publicity they don't really want a partnership right. but if you pay attention a lot of those companies also have a big board of advisors they have investors they have you know in a they have venture venture capital that's already involved in the business. Right. So, um, the publicity is great, but they don't really want the partnership because they already got those partnerships. Right now. I, I bootstrapped the business and I own hundred percent of it Mm -hmm. and I don't have any partners and I don't have outside investors and we're growing like crazy. And so I was genuinely there for a partnership, which is really, it was really foreign for them. And I think that, 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 uh, that trust barrier to get over to believe I was actually there for a partnership mm-hmm. was a little bit hard for them until I said, Hey, I like the money is great. We'll use the money for a year, but we'll pay you back. Right. We'll pay you back the money in a year. Like I genuinely want a partner. And that's when Lori was all over it. Right. And that happened pretty early on. So right. Lori was like, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll do the 900,000 for 2%. <clears throat> and then the show went on and a lot of the episode focuses on, uh fighting over the half percent right a little bit. <laughs> right. Which, exactly. It, which, it, it, it happened over the, the course of twenty minutes. But also people are like, man, what are you doing? not like half percent's nothing. But it also is like half a percent change in valuation was nine million dollar. Yeah, that was a nine nine million dollar swing in our valuation.
2: Right, exactly. Which
1: well I mean, it wasn't the biggest deal. <clears throat> um I was testing Lori a little bit to see if because she, she came back and she changed her offer to two point five percent.
0: She did, like on a dime too. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she so, like, it's like I'm um, sorry. If you haven't seen that episode, we have that link there in the show notes as well, Startup Nation. But like she really did like without blinking, she changed it, yeah. that that that, yeah. that half percent. But go ahead, man, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: Oh no. So um anyway. Yeah. It was just to see if she would go back to that 2%. I held my ground for a little bit. Um, again, I'm genuinely interested in the partnership. And so, uh, we ended up getting a deal. We took the, her offer for the two and a half percent for sure. Um, and then we would pay her money back in by the end of 2021.
0: I hear that. So, well, First of all, congratulations, man. I, I appreciate, you know, you know, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, but, you know, y- you. you bring up an interesting point though, because a lot of times, man, we, we have, you know, those newly minted entrepreneurs, those newly minted startup founders, man. And they're, they're just all about the purse strings. They're all about the purse string. They just want to check so they can like, you know, do whatever it is they want to do. But you generally mm-hmm. went in, for the partnership, and I think it goes to show that sometimes that partnership you know you know is probably more valuable than the check you know sometimes wouldn't you agree with that?
1: i a hundred percent agree right i um it's hard to think this way until you've experienced it, but right, talking with several entrepreneurs that are way beyond us, you know they're doing hundreds of millions of dollars in sales, every single one of them says "I got from." the beginning to, and maybe they proved their own sales at the beginning, right? They got a couple million dollars right. in sales, but how they really grew is, uh, they brought on the right people. Right. And, um, yeah, and you can have all of a small pie or you can have a, have a piece of a bigger pie. Right. Now I think it's important not to, depends on the industry you're in, but of you should sell your company off before it's worth anything. Of course. Um, but I mean, some industries like tech, you got to grow fast. And so, Right. I can see how, Hey, we need that money up front. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm at the point where, yeah, it's like, wow, the company's worth a lot more now, but I'm more than, more than, uh, more than ever. I'm willing to bring on some partners cause I know they're going to help me get to the next level, right. With the connections and the, Decision making, and exactly. So,
0: exactly. Yeah. I, I, I tell people all the time. Sometimes, you know, people's rolodex is probably more valuable than the than the purse strings than the pockets. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and obviously, like you said, you know, it, it depends on your situation. You got to know your situation best. But I think, uh, unfortunately, we have you know a lot of people who just think, oh, I gotta, I gotta get the big check, right? But when there's so much <laughs> more to the investor than the check, and you saw that. And I, I, kudos to you for seeing that, man. And I appreciate that. And I have to admit, man, I, I think you got the best one for what you do and, and for what Lori does and what she's an expert in, man. Like I, I think I think that's a match made in heaven, man. Kind of, kind of yeah, talk about that relationship just a little bit, you know. You know, it probably hasn't been too much because I know it just yeah kind of happened a little bit not too long ago. But kind of talk about that relationship, you know, uh, up until now.
1: Yeah. So there's a, a few interesting things about Shark Tank, right? I guess it, um, so they obviously, you know, when you, when you go onto the show and you get a deal, it's just a handshake agreement, right? Um, that handshake agreement afterwards, you go out and you meet their representative and, um, then you go through the process of due diligence. So right. they ask for all your numbers and information and that process actually takes some time. So we're actually still in that process right now. Gotcha. With, right now with Lori. Gotcha. Um, so the partnership really, I can not you know, I can't speak too much to the, of course to the partnership of like how it's going. Cause it's, it's kind of just like, it's still forming and right. um, not all the deals. I think only about half of the deals that uh, air on shark tank or whatever, mm-hmm. or are on shark tank go through. So we're hoping, you know, I, I, uh, all of our numbers are really accurate what we reported. And so I don't know. We'll see. I we that. hope it goes through.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And I'm glad you pointed that out and appreciate that transparency, man, because I think a lot of times we see on TV like, oh, you got the deal. It's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just the beginning part. (laughs) That's that's one percent. Like you got the other ninety nine percent you got to do. You got to go like you said. And and you bring up an interesting point in that as well. Like those numbers, man, those numbers. I I can't tell you whether you're watching (laughs) the Shark Tank or the profit or whatever you like to watch when it comes to entrepreneurship and stuff like that. They all have that one common denominator, man. Them numbers better be right. Those numbers uh-huh. better uh-huh. be right. So I appreciate uh, you sharing that. I want to ask one more question before I kind of transition and, and, and get you out of here really quickly, man. Because one of the things I, I noticed that's very interesting is probably a, 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 probably a great differentiating factor for you is that your Chirp Wheel is FDA approved, man. Kind of talk about that process and how that's been a differentiator for you and your business.
1: Yeah. So, um, switching from yoga to back pain is, it's a little bit scary, right? You're a gotcha. little bit more in the pain management side. It's not, it's less of a hobby, right? more of a pain relief, but it also provides a lot of, a lot of opportunity. So one thing that we've done is, uh, registered the chirp wheel with the FDA mm-hmm. saying, Hey, this is a, you know, this is a class one medical device. It's registered with the FDA. Uh, it helps, um, with our transparency, it also helps with our customers and trust of saying, Hey, like this is a recognized product. So it's been, yeah, the the registration has been a really good move for us.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you uh, for sharing that. And uh, you know, that that employee you had on Shark Tank, man, that dude was like a ball of energy, man. That dude was awesome. (laughs) I just wanted to point that out uh, for Uh, sure. Once again, startup nation, we're actually wrapping up with Tate stock founder, of chirp. And once again, if you want to check out, you know, his company and all his amazing doings, go to Gochirp.com. We have that link there in the show notes for easy uh, access. So man, what, what's, what's next for, for chirp, man. I know you got the, 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 you know, the, the deal and the partnership with Lori, man, but outside of that, man, What what's next, what are you seeing for your company, you know, 2021 and 2022 and beyond?
1: Yeah. So we're uh, the wheel is the chirp wheel is uh, doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, we're obviously we're, we're pushing that this next year. We'll be, we'll be, uh, focusing more on retail channels. Uh, a key to our success has been just our focus on, um, online and not getting too distracted with all the options out there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we're, we're pushing more into retail stores. Um, we're also growing our, growing our product line. Gotcha. Uh, with you know into other pain relief products and and uh, so we can help our customers out in more than just one way.
0: For sure, for sure. Thank you for sharing that. And, and before I ask the last question, I just want to say once again, Tate, man, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show, man. You've been amazing. You've given our audience uh, amazing insight from a, a lot of different things. Uh, and once again, side Nation, we have that link in the show notes. Make sure you check out uh, the chirp and the uh, the chirp wheel. Got some amazing stuff coming uh, down the pipeline, man. But look, man, if you would, man, like there's an entrepreneur out there, uh, you know, who Mm -hmm. kind of needs a little bit of advice. Leave a little, little pick me up Mm -hmm. with the, pick me up, you know, with everything going on. If you would just kind of give us some words of encouragement to take us out for the day, man.
1: Yeah. um, I think you'll hear every entrepreneur just say, don't quit. But really if someone's uh, success and a failure is just a stage that you're in, right? And so if your idea doesn't work out, it's just uh yeah I mean, it's just at the current stage that you're in. It doesn't mean you're a failure, but if you do quit, then then uh, that failure is like where the stage that you ended on. Most entrepreneurs go through these uh, different stages, kind of like putting money in the stock market, right? You put right. money in, maybe put ten dollars in the next day, it drops, and you you only got five dollars left. You haven't lost any money until you take it out, right, and you know, once you take it out, once you quit boom, that's when you lost your $5. If you leave it in, if you keep grinding as a mushroom that $5 might actually go up past the 10 to the 20 to the 30, and you'll see that success. And so, um, I would, I would, uh, my, I guess my advice is keep on keeping on. <laughs> I think gotcha. Joe Dirt said that.
2: I hear that. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, also, um, Focus on the sales early on. If you want a good book to read, I love the book Ready Fire Aim. Uh, that one uh, really helps you at the different stages of business. And as I look back and I've read that book, it's it's pretty accurate of the different challenges you'll go through. So I have most of the people that ask me questions read that book because I think it's a good place to start. I heard that. so I don't know this is America man this is a home of the comeback kids Ooh, there's like love that there is never there is you know you can be anybody in high school but you can come back to be whoever you want right and uh, there is never you mean know, there is no place on earth that's a better that has more opportunity you know, I mean we have the internet we have all sorts of opportunities to start a business and succeed so no matter who you are you can start somewhere and uh, be a comeback kid
2: I hear that. America is definitely
0: the place of the comeback kid. Definitely love that. Appreciate (laughs) you sharing that. And that's going to wrap up this session of the startup life. Once again, we want to thank Tate Stock, uh, founder of, of, of Chirp and the Chirp Wheel. Thank you so much, my man.
1: Thanks, Tony.
0: No worries. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show have an idea for a show topic or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play,